Welcome to episode 6 of Under the Holotable, a Holotable news network Galaxy of Heroes podcast covering in-depth analysis, mods, tips, and the hottest topics from the Outer Rim. I am Voxen, and joining me on today's episode, we have a woman who's still not sure about using the Bad Batch in the CAM mission, Celiac Sarah. Hey. <laughs> and an Under the Holotable man of mystery from Sarah's Guild Alliance, we have Dunst. Hey, how's it going? And the triumphant return of the man who's got all the light side territory battle tips. Yes, sir. I sense something, a presence I've not felt since. Pico Burrito. I am shocked you guys left the door unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been Sarah, yeah. I, I, I thought you snuck, you must have been the back door. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, that's great. Well, yeah, great to have um, everyone here. Dunst, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, some new voices here as well as uh, some old. So we kind of uh, have a nice, fun episode planned today. Uh, shooting from the hip a little bit. It's going to play it fast and loose. Um, but yeah, we're going to start off today um, just to kind of check in with everyone. Uh, and how did everyone do on the very controversial and most recent galactic challenge. Uh, let's start with you, Sarah. Um, I got the feat done where you have to beat it. Okay. And, and that's, that's at the uh, top tier, highest yeah. tier. Yeah. And okay. then I, I tried a couple of times with my clones and I was like, you know what? This is not worth my time. <laughs> okay and then you just said i'm not gonna even worry about the evasion feet i was like no and i tried i tried the evasion feet a couple of times and okay. i thought i got it and i didn't yeah. get it apparently sure <laughs> <laughs> so i was like yeah no i just uh i'm not going to and then once again you just started probably backing out of the room very slowly yeah. and shut the door yes and said no, i was like i'm you. just you know what it's one of those things where galactic challenges have taught me i don't need to get the top crate every time and i'm yeah. okay with it i'm sure. not gonna i'm not gonna bitch and moan yeah uh and you dunced uh, how'd you do with it <laughs> i'm on zero okay. <laughs> <You're earned. Yeah. laughs> i got five hours left i got five I hours left to do, the, do okay. that final clear yeah, well, um, with, with a gl or something but um yeah, I, you know, I went in there with my with my clones when it came out. I was like, "Oh, clones, cool. Maybe I can get something." And then, no. So yeah, you're, you're like clones are a good team. They can handle this. And yeah, yeah it's. Yeah. I think everyone was in for that rude awakening, so to speak. Uh, so, so and then I haven't I haven't made it back in there in the last couple of days. So okay, well, we'll make sure to wrap this up challenge. so you can get that. <laughs> uh, and Pico, uh, let's check in with you. How how did you do? Did you get the I, red I, box? I did get the red box. Okay. Uh, I, I had a ton of problems with the TM removal. That was the one that that I, I probably spent the most amount of time chasing. Um, having to kill the the uh, dark trooper nine times is not fun because they just don't go away. Uh, the clone piece was fun. I you know I, I did not share this with my guild. Um, I beat the clone on on tier ten with. Relic five, uh, Wrecker, Hunter, and Tech, and then it was a G or five star um, Echo. I have been using this stash of crystals that I have to pull the lever over the past few months, and so I was built there. It was a lot of fun to do. 
Um, I see where that team is going to be a lot of fun. Wrecker with an AE stun made it really easy from that, that side. Um, but yeah, I got it done. Uh, I did not want to put Zetas on them, and I put, ended up putting Zetas on. So I'm, I'm now in dangerous place for, for Jedi, Jedi Master Kenobi. I'll be cutting it close. Wow, that's amazing. And then, yeah, I just, the Bad Badge viability looks amazing so far. Yeah. Uh, and it really has like a double AOE stun, I think, because Tech has a stun as well. Does he? he it's, it's single target stun, but he clears oh. he clears buffs off of everybody, which which helps immensely. Okay, yeah. Maybe. I had a I had a big stack of Zeta mats on my alt, so I've got three star, all four of them with their Zetas on my alt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I sometimes yeah. mess around with that on that account just because it's you know it's it's a neat way to kind of see how the team works, and you sure. know, it doesn't really matter or impact anything on my main account, um, but. They're pretty cool, even at gear eight. And even with just with the four of them, I mean, incredibly viable. Yeah. You know, I think that team, you know, as a free to play player, I'm kind of afraid of seeing that team on defense currently. Um, if, you know, it happened to pop up in GC, but, um, or GA, sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, so for me, I um, went in and uh, obviously experienced the same thing everyone else did, which was, you know, trying to use your clones to beat it was not a viable option. But um, Skeltrix put out a video that showed you can beat it. He actually put out two videos. So he, the first video he put out, though, which was the first one, uh, which I saw when I was doing it the first day, um, which was he could beat it with just a gear eight echo. And echo is really amazing. I mean, with that yeah. unresistable heal block and days right aoe right off the bat i mean that's incredible and so it's actually that's all i did i took him up to gear eight and i just put an omega on only his second special otherwise all his other abilities are at one right now um, <laughs> really yeah yeah because that's you didn't he basically just used that move and then dies right away because he has no yeah. gear but beating the days on them allows you to kind of get a an edge on it um and yeah just spent an hour trying to get the right rng and it actually i didn't find it too painful because getting the right it was easy to tell right away whether or not you were getting it so restarts were quick and easy and then when you were getting runs that were deep you were kind of getting confirmation oh i know i can get it i'm just really close um so yeah it took me about an hour and then he did also put out a video where he beat it with i think all gear eight bad batch which was yeah, wow. and all gear eight bad batch and Rex. And basically, yeah, as long as um, Moff Gideon attacks Rex first and then the rest of the team, yeah, just takes over on control between yeah. the stuns and the dazes oh. and the everything else, they can control the team enough. I mean, granted, if they take one turn, it's over because they just immediately kill the whole team. <laughs> but the team has yeah. enough control that they can get it. So uh, if anyone uh, else is out there and, and uh, well, I guess when this releases tomorrow, it will be a moot point. But uh, yeah, um, if this comes back again, definitely check it out. And I mean, it's, we see this all the time. I mean, I guess I shouldn't it's funny because I think a lot of people were like, oh man, like this Galactic Challenge is too hard. But then it was like that evening I kind of realized like, oh yeah, duh, like those Galactic Challenge, like they wrap these Galactic Challenges around the new releases like a pigs in a blanket, you know? So yeah, this is what oh, they've yeah, done ever since they rolled them up to doing two per week, you know, yeah. is yeah. the middle one has been, the one in the middle of the week has been for whales to get the top chest basically yeah. you know there may be a way that you can squeak your way in but you know you know it was the mandalorians you know it was yep. 
and then the the other one is fine. So like, yeah, whatever. You know, that's how they make money. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, and you get to test the new toys, you know, I mean, even for me, like I, you, you know, I was able to cheese my way through it and I got to use the new Echo. So I, I thought that was actually kind of cool. And then, you know, also, I mean, the team is so good. I mean, I don't feel bad putting any mm-hmm. investment in them, you know, early on, but uh, yeah, just like uh, Pico was saying, uh, all in eyes right now are on uh, uh, Master Lu- uh, Master Kenobi. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, with that, I, uh, I was doing on. so, I was I was going to say one last thing. I was doing so well just hoarding for that event and I was yeah. not going to put <laughs> the Zetas on. And then I just ding, 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 ding. I'll, I actually did three of the four, but they're a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. um, I have theories about the fifth spot, but but this is not the time or the place. So <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say real quick, Boxer, before you move on, because yeah, um, you, you mentioned that you like gear A and you're finding them fun. And the fact that this is, like for me, I'm like, whatever, if I don't get the top box, that's a great way though, to introduce characters to players, to see if they want to whale, right? Mm-hmm. To yeah. see if you want to, because now you could, th- if you wanted to, you could be like, you know what? These guys are awesome. I'm going all in. Yeah. And I had you know, one thing I really like about Galactic Challenges and how they set that up is that there's not a star requirement there. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Because like Assault Battles, you know, which is some of the other, you know, toughest PVE content, you've got to be seven star to use them. Yeah. You know, so you can't use your new toys until, you know, you finish that grind. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's no doing it with a gear 11 understarred tune. But I think that's pretty cool. That, that's the challenge is you can, you know, there's no star requirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get the you're so Sorry, Dunst, I keep talking over you, but uh, yeah, you're just so right, Sarah, because I had the opposite reaction with the Mandalorians, you know, when the Mandalorians featured, granted, you know, first it was just Bando, but then, you know, when they had the actual, like, full Mandalorian team event, you know, I was pretty turned off by that team's performance or just the gameplay on them, but yeah, Bad Batch is a completely different story, so um, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, Pico, real quick, are you uh, all caught up with the first wave of uh, requirements? I guess I'm just kind of going to ask, check in with all of you real quick Mm -hmm. um, before we move move on um where you are if you're trying or where you are with the requirements yeah, for master uh, kenobi so, so i i was i was there for everything except for bo katan in fact i i already had alia at at r7 because she's mm-hmm. awesome in tv and, and i had i had to go up one rank on on um mace because you know the case for mace was a thing once that <laughs> failed miserably um and and Bo, I, I I pulled her out of the shops, out of the the Friday shops, um, to to get her just knocked out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I I shouldn't have a problem because I've put a lot into the the Galactic Republic Jedi, which I think is where we'll need to be. So I I expect to to be there without a whole lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I love the single character release cadence because it just allows you to be razor focused and not try and do too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and I think for them to uh, strategy-wise, it kind of makes sense a little bit. I mean, for me being a free-to-play, I'm having to tread a little carefully because. Um, you know, if I spend all my resources on this first GL, I might not be able to get the second GL or it would put that off a long time. And then, and you just never know with these double releases, if one is going to be more dominant than another or have more viability than the other. Um, and so right now, my strategy right now is, um, I'm investing in the tunes that I'm going to use, um, 
and mm. still just hoarding besides yeah. that. So I brought up Alex, I'm going to use her. And then, yep. you know, even for like SEE, I'm still kind of working on his requirements. He's the fourth GL that I don't have, but you know, I knocked out the Imperial troopers. I've been knocking out, you know, just little things here, there, like even like, I've been kind of looking at Royal guard a little bit. He would be the next one I would bring up um, because of his ship. I use his ship all the time, um, you know, as a defensive ship um, in GA. And then um, I just finished uh, Dooku and, you know, I might not necessarily have done Dooku, but I really want to use Dooku in the dark side special mission in wave four, because he was gear 12 before and it was not enjoyable or fun. And so I'm kind of looking forward <laughs> to using uh, Dooku there. And then basically just seeing that he was a requirement for C, C like was all the incentive yeah. to pull the trigger on that so i thought that yeah. was pretty exciting but uh dunce checking in with you uh, how are you doing on uh master kenobi um stuff i mean i've got i've got the kenobian negotiator um i already had them um i don't think ayla's unlocked yet okay um <laughs> <laughs> and mace, mace is like year 11 so right now i just um i'm focusing on kind of building up a couple holes um I have not, like, I've only been playing about two, two and a half years now. Yeah, um, I saw, yeah. So kind of a, kind of a, some holes in the roster and I'm working on Imperial Troopers right now. Um, and a couple, I need like two more Jedi for light side geo. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm working on, uh, I need to get Bastila and Barris up. So just plug in a couple of holes and gonna wait and see to see what um what kenobi looks like and if i want to go after him um and then uh you know or maybe just kind of hold off until the next one yeah my uh Barris is unmodded right now i just don't find i use her for anything anywhere at the moment i just have enough jedi you know forming the teams that i use um currently but yeah uh, like i ran i ran my i ran my jedi missions in this phase with a Gear eleven Ezra and a gear eight Bastila. Oh, so kind of scrape in <laughs> oh. the bottom there. Yeah, you got some. Holes. But like, I, I stretched that yeah. then to be able to do the special too. So yeah, I did the special with Pod Maze three. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm just like too short from. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Sarah, checking in with you. Uh, have you you know scoped mm -hmm. out any of the Master Kenobi requirements? Um, I'm in the same boat as Dunce, where I had Kenobi and. Uh, negotiator already done i was laughing because literally the day before they released they announced this somebody asked me who they should relic eight first and i was like oh you should totally do kenobi first 100 do kenobi first and then literally the next day and they were somebody who uh is not in a challenge pit guild so they bought the the relic pack so it was a lot of pressure on me. First of all, yeah. they were asking, I'm like, you spent money and you're asking me for advice. So I feel a little bit bad, but this is what I would do. Uh, and then literally the next day this happened and they sent me a DM and they're like, thanks for making me do Kenobi. Yeah, <laughs> you had to be doing um, yeah, like it's, it's a solid, you know, even without the requirement, it's a yeah. solid first yeah. one. Like I, it's, it's just so good. They don't I, change I the game it. for anybody else, no. you know? So, uh, yeah, so I, I have him done. Um, Mace is also gear 11 for me. Uh, so he's not, he's not quite up there. Um, I decided that I was not going to pivot off of my uh, Supreme. Yeah, you need to have some papers. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm so close. I, I am so close. I, like I can taste it. I have four tunes left. I, I refreshed finalizer last week to fin- get it to five stars. Um, so, and I'm dipping in my crystal stash to, to finish their gear. So I should be done the requirements in the next couple of weeks. Um, and yeah, then it's been I fun can... following your journey because you know <laughs> you're at that point where you're so close and yet so far. I mean, I remember just it, being uh, at like four tunes, and you're just like, "Oh, I've gotten so much done, and this yeah. is gonna go." And then it's it still feels it feels like it takes even longer than like you know what it, you've done. Through. It feels like that. I've decided because they all want the same damn gear, right? And I so you've just them. been farming the same thing forever. Yeah, yeah, I hate them all, um, but they're almost done. Well, so then once, once you start doing tickets, you're just farming the same the same gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to finish that. And then I'm hoping basically when I'm farming tickets, like that's was saying, we will get the next set of Kenobi Rex and I can decide what I want to do. I think I'm going to take, um, because I don't have Bo-Katan ready, obviously she's still three star. Um, I think I will also fill a hole in my roster, which is troopers. And then maybe make my way back to Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my th- my only other addition would be that uh, I did my first R8. I R8ed GK. So uh, that was oh. actually pretty exciting for me. Yes, I have one now. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was exciting to have that incentive to finally imply, apply all of those hoarded maps. I have so many at the moment. But um, yeah, uh, we'll see if there are more R8 requirements in uh, the mm-hmm. future installments, which uh, we'll get our next one uh, next week. So it's very exciting. Uh, and with that, Sarah, I'm going to let you take the reins and we are going to go into Master Codebreaker. All right. So we're going to talk about territory battles. That's what we're, we're going, we're going into. Um, I thought it would be really awesome. I've actually wanted to do this for a while now. Let's just talk about maximizing stars as a guild. Um, so kind of planning your route, um, especially in light side geo, because I think almost every guild, unless you're top, top, top tier, in which case you don't need to listen to me, um, you sandbag, right? So how do you sandbag? Where do you sandbag? All this kind of fun stuff. Um, and just kind of going over how to maximize there, but also maximize individually, which is why we have Pico and Dunst here because they're awesome at TD. So we're just gonna dive in. Um, I thought I would start as a guild though and planning the route if you guys are cool with that. Yep. And just kind of, um, I just wanted to kind of explain my thought process behind it because I've had a few people ask um, and I thought it would be fun if you guys have a different thought process because obviously everybody plans differently. Um, So I'm just gonna dive into it and yeah we'll just we'll, we'll bounce ideas around i think this will be be good um so when i start i'm talking about starting planning from scratch you're you're not tweaking a plan you're starting from the very beginning uh the first thing i do because i'm uh old-fashioned is i get pen and paper out <laughs> and i like to draw the territory battle map out and i draw all of the zones um, and I go to SWGOH Wiki. I think it's called Wikipedia, actually, um, because it gives you the map. It gives you what each zone is in terms of points to get to each star one, two, and three. 
Uh, it tells you what the combat missions are, how many points you get per wave in each combat mission. It tells you what the platoon bonuses are. You get all the info there. Um, so I go, I pull that up on my computer and I just kind of have my pen and paper ready to go. Um, and then the first thing after that, that you need to know is your guild's galactic power for ships and characters, because you're obviously planning for two different type sides of your rosters. Um, and where do you grab that from? So that, uh, you can do, I guess you could do it three ways. The third way is terrible, but I, I normally use DSR bot for it. Um, it tells you it right away, it gives you your total guild GP, it gives you ships and characters, and it also breaks it down by player. Um, you can also use hot utils for it. If you have a hot utils Patreon account, or if someone in your guild does, they can grab it for you. Um, the third way would be to do it manually, which I don't recommend. <laughs> uh, I, I would just use DSR bot. If you don't have hot utils, I would use DSR bot because um, it's, it's painless. Uh, so I do that. And then I kind of just plan based off of how many platoons you can fill. If you know you can fill them all, you know you're going to get the max bonuses there. And I map out um, how many points we'll get in each zone based off platoons. And then I personally do an average for combat missions. Um, so I know if I am planning for a smaller guild, which I've done in the past, um, when we get towards the end of the territory battle map, I, I average that they will only get two combat waves per mission. Mm. Um, and that's how I score the points. So I take those points away from the total points needed per zone. And then you kind of have a gauge on how many points you need left to deploy in that zone. And you can see if you'll hit the star, if you should sandbag, all that. And that's just kind of how I roughly start planning. Um, does anybody plan differently? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> you're still looking at the same things, but like I use the, um, it's pretty commonly out there, but like the, the TV spreadsheet that's mm -hmm. on Google Sheets, um, that's based on like the Sheets core. Um, if anybody hasn't seen it, we can, I'm sure get a link in the discord to their discord and you can get it there. Um, well, it's really awesome. It has a bunch of neat tools for pulling. It'll pull your whole roster in, you know, it has all of the, the stats for each zone. It has, you know, the points you get from the combat missions. It's got a pretty cool estimator in there. Um, it doesn't work great for sandbagging. And I've got some other stuff that I've built on my own version of it that helped me. Like I get, I've got a, a whole tool for light side territory battle that, is basically built in that spreadsheet that, um, you know, you can kind of fiddle with how many waves you're going to think you're going to get in each phase, you know, where you're putting your deployment, stuff like that. And, you know, it just tells you, you know, here's your stars and you can tweak them around until you get to um, where you want to be with stars. There's a couple other things that I look at um, just from each of the zones. Um, you know, with the points required for each zone, I like to look at the, um, like for that second and third star in each zone, mm -hmm. I look at the gap in points there. Yeah. And you know what that is. And then I also calculate like an average, like if you three star the zone or you two star the zone, what's your average points cost for each star? Like the cost per star average in that zone. 
And I use that to just kind of help me to, you know, see these are really cheap stars and um, versus, you know, these are really expensive stars. Mm-hmm. You know, like a couple of really cheap stars is phase three south and light side territory battle. Like those mm-hmm. second and third stars yeah. are super mm-hmm. cheap. They're like 50 million a piece. And that's because there's only one combat mission. Mm-hmm. But you can cover that with deployments. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's something I like to have in mind when I'm deciding where, you know, where we're going to sandbag or, you know, we should sandbag to get these cheap stars in mm-hmm. mid two, or we really need to get those stars in, you know, south one, because mm-hmm. those are pretty cheap as well. Um, you know, but like the mid, the mid two stars are pretty expensive compared to some of the other zones. Mm-hmm. Um, and the south, the south two stars are some of the more expensive ones. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I like to look at there. And then um, like when I'm, when I'm putting together the plan of where we're gonna go and what zones we're gonna complete or sandbag, I also look at for each zone, you know, once I've said, we're gonna deploy this percentage here, we're gonna, you know, probably get 200 waves in this zone and a hundred waves in this zone because you know there's that many combats and exact same thing i use an average um for the zone for like the score as well mm-hmm. um so I, I like in my calculator like i'll plug in the total number of waves that i expect to get in that zone and then um i have like the average points per wave because i know it's different you know if it's two yeah. or four but I just kind of average it out because then it's really easy to compare to like our actual performance because that's the only metric we get is how many waves were completed. So I can look at that waves completed number from hot utils now used to be manually copying it into a spreadsheet. <laughs> but, um, you know, I can look at that waves completed and see how that's improving. And then I know that for my planning next time. And I know, you know, we're getting better. I think we can get 400 waves in phase one or something. Right. And then I just simplify it by taking the four-wave score and dividing it by the, uh, the, the number there to get an average for that zone's combat missions. Mm-hmm. So then the other, the other metric that I look at that isn't super obvious is leftover GP, so wasted yeah. GP. You know, if yeah. you shoot over a star, mm-hmm. you know, I've got in that calculator, it tells me, you know, with this plan, we're going to waste this many points. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I started using, um, you, you probably have seen this done because we're in the same Discord server. We have that ODB, Old Dirty Ballasters reserves tag. Um, and that yeah, is exactly I, yeah. why it's for wasted GP because I, there's nothing I hate more in, in territory battles than one missing a star by like a thousand points or something yeah. stupid or yeah. two. Yeah, I call it wasted. the late team. We got, we've got a late team tag yeah. Templar late team or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, like it's, it's, I, I make all my officers be in there mm-hmm. and then, you know, a few other people who, you know, have said that they can, you know, deploy in the last six hours. And so I do that to keep combats open. And that's another exactly. huge thing is keep those combats available. You know, if you've got five combat missions available in whatever zones you're hitting, mm-hmm. keep those open, try to get that 50, 50 in every one. That's the biggest thing you can do is not three star a territory or get to your, (laughs) you know, just shy of one star, whatever your goal is Mm -hmm. until the last minute. So, yeah, we usually, um, 
I, I for my uh, late team reserves guys, we will leave deployments open until we are um, like 20, 25 million short of whatever our yeah. goal is. Um, and the reason why I use that number is because I know that that's what the GP is that I've got in those reserves, right? So I know yeah. exactly what I'm working with as a safety net. Well, and with the, with the new TV tools, it's actually, I've been able to get a lot more sophisticated with that, with the hot utils, mm -hmm. those graphs on the, the TV stats page. Um, like when I send in that late team, I usually look for, um, like I watch that gap between missions and what's needed. Mm -hmm. And I keep deploying our main thing until the, you know, until we, until that gap gets to about that 20 million. And then, you know, I might shift some deploys up. And if that gap starts getting bigger between the deployment GP that we have left and the, the missions that we need, mm -hmm. then, you know, I, I may send some back down to, to South or whatever. So. Pico, any thoughts? You guys use a lot more math than I do. I mean, it, it, my, my, my method is a little bit more, um, hey, hey, Sig, have you done the math uh, to, for what we should target? And then I, we don't plan to that level. I, I, I think where, uh, in fact, I'll, I made a gut call and I think it was what, zone two middle mm -hmm. um, when I said, everybody go after bottom and then immediately responded with screw it. We're going to go, we're going to go three stars mid and just decided, I think we can do this. And, and that was part of it was using what, what I saw in hot utils and then immediately spent the next 12 hours just sweating because I thought I cost us the stars as part of that. But a, a lot of where we kind of make our determination um, is who hasn't fought or, you know, who's, who's coming late to the party that I can count on to your point. We don't tend to have the, the, can we get everybody two of two? It's either four of four or one of four. So it's, yeah. do I have more of the, the four of fours that are available there from that, that perspective? Uh, you know, we were talking before the show, I, I think one of the, that, that two of two or that pardon me, that two of four, that 50% value is so critical to get that average because, you know, old dirty blasters and, and, and black sun heroes were roughly the same GP. Mm -hmm. You picked up a star last time that we were 30 million away from. And I, I think that's the gap of, of, you know, being more towards the middle, as opposed to kind of this polar ends of, of perfects and, and folks that are struggling from other sides. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a little bit more gut feel for us than anything. Yeah. Cause we have a lot of people um, who do get two out of four or three, instead of going one or four, like in being at yeah. opposite ends, we have a, quite a few who kind of fall in the middle, um, which is why I think it's I, so good to average. I'm trying to push people to stop looking at individual fights and individual phases of how they did mm -hmm. and look at it at the end and look at it where you were the last time. And I've got one of the guys in Black Sun Heroes who's every month he reaches out. He's like, so this is where I did. And when he's taking this look at not how did I do South battle versus South battle, you know, month over month, it's, I picked up four waves. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, and it's in, in understanding those pieces. And, and, and I, I keep getting back to, I want people to be successful because that means they're having fun. And when they're having fun, 
that 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 success factor also seems to creep up because they put more time in it from that that, that perspective. So, uh, you know, to, I want to drive more people to the middle. I think to to get to to start drawing some of the, these numbers where we're at. So, mm-hmm. and, and you bring up yeah. a good point because there are a few people in ODB who hated Lightside TV. There are a few people yeah. who still hate Lightside TV. Let's let's yeah. be honest. Um, and, and once they started tweaking either their squads or their mods or whatever it was that kind of exactly what you said where you picked up a wave or two every time and you made this slow like baby step progression um it it became more fun and now they actually look forward to it and now when they drop a wave they're like oh man drop a wave like yeah so yeah um i also so other than um uh having like a reserves tag i know uh i don't i'm pretty sure pico you don't use this we still use Echobot to assign our platoons yeah um i'm considering ditching it i have not told my guild that yet <laughs> um it, it, it's really good for guilds um i find that it's really good for guilds more so in the middle ground or when you're struggling to first plan or anything like that um because you can really maximize your waves with it because it focuses on putting not necessarily the default just as a as a blanket statement here for anyone who doesn't know how echo bot works the default for when it assigns your platoons it is not set up to put the weakest characters in platoons it's set up to put the weakest um characters in platoons that will maximize waves overall as a guild so it it rates the guild's roster which is why you might you know have somebody reach out and be like hey my general kenobi is relic five and it's wanting it to be platooned and so and so is only year 12 and they get to keep it like why is that happening and it's because the bot is evaluating that person's roster as weaker yeah. than yours. And they need that yeah. Kenobi to clear the weight. Um, so I find that it's really good for, for guilds in that situation. Um, but if you are in, in a spot where I think almost all of our guilds are, correct me if I'm wrong, where we're all pretty much platooning. We know our rosters very well and are platooning yeah. the same things basically every time. Um, we, we don't use it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the sheet that I use, they have their own platoon tool that you can use. I use that for a little bit at the start. And what I found where um, my guild was, it was on Australian guild probably a couple years ago. Now it's much less Australian, especially we did a merger earlier this year. Um, so it's, we, but we still got a very, you know, we got people in Europe, we got, you know, 10 or so people in Australia still probably. And everywhere in between so the thing that i found when i assigned platoons out is in those platoons in those zones where the platoons impact that phase you know it was taking 12 more hours to you know to get that guy in australia who's asleep to to put his right thing in you know so it's like um you know there's certain places where i'll say you know and when we were first hitting that third star in phase four of dark side in the ships um where there's all those hounds tooths that have to be yeah um platooned um i would assign the hounds tooths and you know, i'd say everyone with the malevolence yeah because yeah, we didn't have 15 malevolences at that point when we first you know, we were like 240 we hit when we hit 30 stars dark um 
you know, so there's a few different places or like in phase four for a while of dark side, I was saying, you know, I was basically assigning out the Maleks and Darth Revens that people are assigning, you know, and basically I was, you know, for a while I was, everyone who had a Silker, they were going to assign, you know, they were going to donate their, their Malik, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but it was just like one, you know, key tune that I'd assign um, just because we really need it there. And I would usually assign more than we need mm-hmm. to kind of cover that um, time zone thing. Oh, that's smart. That's a really smart because then you're not waiting on one person. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I, you know, do three or four more and, you know, it's not going to make a huge material difference who does it, but, um, you know, it, it works pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's probably not exactly optimal, but I think it gets us moving faster and I think people need to know their rosters, you know? Yeah. It's been interesting watching the platoon trends, and I, I've always thought that platoons are the game within the game. And and again, that that's how CG makes it challenging. And and I've, I've noticed this over the past two months, and it really came clear yesterday. So, you know, when when the territory battle came out, it always felt like we were waiting on one more Shakti to be platooned because mm-hmm. she was just this super great character that made a whole team. And now it's shifted that. Hermit Yoda is the character that no one wants to give up because he's the linchpin to that Jedi. You know, as we get more Jedi, Jedi Knight Lukes in, everyone wants the Hermit Yoda. And I've, I've had to start reaching out to more to some of the, the Hot Utils players because they can adjust that much quicker. But it's the, hey, you realize that if you platoon your, your Hermit Yoda and you, keep, you now get to keep your Shock T because everyone else, you know, they don't want to run that, they don't run that clones team anymore you can make Shakti just as fast as Hermit Yoda. And, mm-hmm. and, that, and, and that's to your point of, of knowing your roster. If I pull this piece out, I can plug this other one back in and essentially get the exact same function, mm-hmm. a character right. to go first in that, in that case. And, and we're running into that now in like zone three with all of a sudden they need like all of the Revens in the world. And, and yeah, you know, so it's, it's having to talk to people about like, this is why Alia matters in your roster because we need people to give up Revan so that and, and yeah. she slots in and, and starts to fill that gap but the the trending through the, those processes has been very interesting to kind of watch how that matters and, and we do a free-for-all so you know now it's it's the the two hardest characters to for us to platoon are c3po mm-hmm. and hermit yoda because of the rebels team and jedi knight luke which is why i'm trying to bring the resurgence of of the the mon mothma squad back because none of those characters are needed anywhere. I mean, they're, 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 yeah. it's a free, you know, you, you can use them wherever you want. So. Mm-hmm. No, it's interesting. Like we, when we first started doing light side territory battles, you know, the platoons were easy to fill because half the guild didn't have a serviceable clones team, you know, so yeah. they don't care to donate their shock <laughs> We've been in the past three or four months, we've been really hard driving on getting those cam teams built up. So now nobody wants to donate their shot because they've all yeah. got, you know, yeah. a cam cake. You know, yeah. we got, I think we're getting close to 40 cam capable teams. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It, and it's funny. It's funny how um, it changes. It's funny because we even, even using EchoBot to assign platoons, C3PO and Hermit Yoda are our stragglers for like people yeah. just, even yeah. if they're assigned, they're like, oh, and they just drag their feet, putting it yep. in. Hoping somebody else will cover them. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah, three uh, POs in two comps because he's also yeah. in the RJT comp yeah. or the Rebel yeah. comp. So yeah, it, you're you're using one of those two. Or Padme. You know. Or Padme. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, right. mm-hmm. So oh, I like R two better than Padme in territory battle. It, I've decided. <laughs> it's just funny. It, it, it's exactly like what you guys said, though, where you know you have to know your roster um, and know w- what you can plug in if you do have to give something up. So like I know there. I have um, in my hot utils mod loadouts. I label them for territory battle based off the um, squad. So Jedi, resistance, whatever. Um, and the zone that I'm using that, that battle in. And I have one, I have two for Jedi in phase one mid and one and in brackets of one, it says no shock. Cause it's for, if you know, someone's straggling or yeah. dragging their feet and I'm like, Oh, screw it. Let's get this going. And then I throw mine in. Then I have my, my missing puzzle piece has been fixed already. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important for people to know because uh, I think this is a really good transition here. As much as we try to plan the overall map of territory battles, which by the way, when I plan from scratch, takes me roughly an hour if I don't get distracted, a little bit distracted. I, I get a little distracted. Um, so it's a, it's a investment of time to plan, but then tweaking it, like I think it was two or three territory battles. I messaged you, Pico, and told you I, I tweaked yeah. it mid-territory literally in in the middle of a territory battle I was like mm, i'm changing our plan and i yeah. because you've already got your map set it's really easy to tweak after once you put in that work um but that being said you also have to rely on individual performance in your guild so i think this is a great transition to go into how you can kind of maximize your output yourself as a as a team member because it is a team event which i also tried to yeah. stress a lot to my own guild <laughs> um so obviously the, the biggest thing i know you preach this pico i'm gonna preach it too you gotta swap mods yeah you gotta yeah. i'm sorry I, I if you have hot utils it's super easy if you don't then i i feel your pain because i was doing it for a time without it um but you got to do it because yep. it, it's like if you don't swap mods and then you get mad that you only got one wave, it's like holding an umbrella in the rain and being mad that you're getting rained on, but refusing to open the umbrella. Like that's what it is to me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that, that's the easiest way. The, the, the first thing I can think of to maximize your output. Um, the second thing I can think of to maximize your output, which I also stole from you, Pico, was just tracking your your performance yeah. every territory battle. I, I now, I copied your spreadsheet and I've sent it to my guildmates to copy <laughs> as well because it's exactly that. It's not about getting, I don't think it's about getting perfect every time. I think it's about getting better every time. Yep. So, yeah. and, and I said that today, I, I had, Full disclosure, guys, I used the exact same teams this territory battle that I used last territory battle in the exact same phases. And last territory battle, I got a perfect phase one. And this territory battle, I ate it. I got one out of four on almost all of my combat missions. I think I only, I don't think I got a single four out of four this territory battle, this phase of territory battle with the exact same teams. so I don't think it's about getting perfect. I think it's about doing better. 
Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. I uh, want to chime in here real quick because I, I did get a perfect once and I almost, mm-hmm. I mean, this this week I was thinking about it because I almost wish I never had because now I just always feel inadequate anytime I drop a wave in a CM. Right. And, you know, every, <laughs> and now every light side TV, I'm like chasing that freaking perfect like a drug mm-hmm. and it was and so this time I did my first wave uh, my first CM with Jedi Luke because it's just a guaranteed 404 pulled geos in the fourth wave and went 304 on my very yeah. first CM this TB and was just like oh okay the perfect is ruined you know and I just need to be okay with it right off the bat I just can't believe I dropped it with JKL on my first attempt and um, but then I went perfect the rest of the whole phase. So, uh, just kind of interesting the way that works, but, uh, I yeah, dropped a, it's I not dropped about being a, perfect, uh, but just doing your best. I dropped a wave with the same team for the same. Yep. I yes. dropped, I dropped with my JKL lead this today too. And it's oh. like, I, I think part of it also, like, not only is it about not, not only is it an, about, you know, just doing better versus getting perfect. I think it's also if you know what your plan is that that yeah. phase so to me i didn't sweat it because i knew we would be fine um i had mm-hmm. a guildmate message me and he was, and he was annoyed that he dropped a, a wave and i get it because he wants that perfect waves kind of thing at the end of it which don't we all um but at the end of the day i was like phase one for our guild personally doesn't matter for what yeah. I am telling you to do in terms of planning our map, it doesn't matter if you drop it. As long as you do your combat missions, I'm happy. Um, yep. And I think that's that's a little bit. And I mean that goes that goes that's that that's that knowing that you know wasted score mm-hmm. metric in exactly. your plan is like we can't roll you know we can't roll anything forward here. You know, if you're not, you know, you get to a couple points on the map. I think it's like phase three for us with our current thing where we, you know, we're, we're rolling stuff forward from phase one. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we actually will probably lose some GP in phase one, this territory battle, because we're um, sandbagging the middle and I think we'll, we'll max it out. But, you know, you get to those points where you can't roll any more forward. So it's a little less critical. Yeah. But then there's those points where you're actually putting that rolled forward GP that you've been coaxing along and building up the entire territory to be able to get that one extra star and that's where you need every single thing mm-hmm. you know so th- there's different points where you know it's may or may not matter but it's still that practice it's still that you know being ready to to do the cm and get that that good execution and you know as leaders we plan for those there's so much rng in this thing yeah. you know you know I, i've had 67 waves one territory battle and then you know 50 something the next one Mm -hmm. but you know that 50 something is still contributing you know it's it's still a a solid number right Mm -hmm. um you know so it's it's bringing up that average and getting getting that average for the guild higher each time yeah some people are gonna have a bad day and i think on the, the the phase one piece i mean the 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 that's where is your chance to experiment with teams because you know your point like we're all kind of leaving gp on the table so i know that i don't have to be perfect in that case so when i you know when i retired a team for a little bit and i wanted to bring it back to see if i maybe could get it better mods got better 
that's an opportunity to come in and, and, and you can fix it. And, and I'll, I'll use a real world analogy here, though, as you talk about contributing to these pieces. When my wife and I were young and, and she was just getting out of grad school and you know, she got a promotion and it was, you know, it was $45 a month, you know, is, is kind of what it added up to. And I'm like, so you realize that that's, that's a cell phone bill. Like you have to, you have to kind of put these things in, in perspective of, well, it seems like a very small number. That's what it equates to. You did 16 waves last time and you did 20 waves this time. That's a 25% increase. You tell me yeah. anything in life that a 25, you wouldn't take a 25% increase. And you just have to find ways to, to look at, at, at the successes differently to understand what that contribution is, is, is back in those cases. Mm-hmm. And then it's also the, you know, it's also the flip side of that. Like you, you drop a wave, but you still, you know, you did everything right. You know, you, you ran your teams, you're going to pick that wave back up next time. You know, I had a terrible phase one, a couple of territories, a couple of battles ago, uh, a couple months ago, you know, where I ran my Jedi in a light side mission. And then my Jedi master Luke, when I ran the Jedi mission, my Jedi master Luke went over four. And I was just like, you know, I, I, I put up seven ways or something. And I ended up, you know, 50 something for the territory battle, but you know, it's, it's the overall effort. Mm-hmm. And then like that one wave that you lost from being perfect, you know, if the rest of the guild, it doesn't make a huge difference for the rest of the guild, you know, so you're not, you're not completely screwing the guild when you drop yeah. a wave, you know, it's, it's all about the RD. It goes back to that, you know, average of two or whatever, you know, you're planning for. And yeah, you know, totally. And, and I think, I mean, the, the last piece is we're, 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 I think, 14, 15 months into this territory battle. And we're now starting to see the point where teams are becoming available that are not even in platoons. And they're just, I mean, take, take dark side for a second. The introduction of Imperial troopers has had a massive impact on dark side territory battles for so many teams, because that Imperial trooper team, which none of them are in platoons are, are just walking right through all four, four phases and making it easier. And all of a sudden people that were, you know, you're replacing a bounty hunter team that maybe went two for four with an Imperial trooper team. That's now going four for four. You know, it's, it's just making all these things better. And it's, you know, we, we, we talked about the bad batch at the beginning. They're going to have a massive impact for a lot of people, provided that folks have time to build the resources. I mean, for a lot of people that that's four or five months away, but they're going to be a four for 14. There's, there's, there's no other way around that, that they can flat out cripple someone. And, and, you know, the, the Chupio turned rebels that were a struggle to go two for four, they're pretty yeah. much a three for four, four for four, unless as I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the rebel team, it seems to be just locking up the game, uh, especially against Grievous. We had another three people this week mm-hmm. um, lock with rebels against Grievous. As soon as they did that kind of the first round of, of counters, it just, the game locked up and they went three for four. Oh. Uh, Mon Mothma did the same thing. It turned a bunch of garbage characters that weren't needed into a really viable team. Um, and that just makes it so much easier because then again, you're not, I'm not replacing shock T with a Barris that doesn't do anything. I'm just mm-hmm. pulling that whole team off the table and I'm putting something in that can actually do really well. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really good point because a lot of these characters 
too now that exactly that where we're you know 15 months into light side and what almost two years into dark side a year and a half into yeah, dark side yeah. something like that two years um, in july i think yeah, yeah that sounds right um we've got all of these characters that have been released that will tweak your output if you again choose to work on them etc so um i think also a, a good and i completely spaced on this i just popped into my head now really good um way to really maximize your own personal output is to know which combat missions are going to give you more points so like in dark side phase two that dooku assage assage mission yep. in in middle gives more points if you clear it versus a regular combat mission same thing with gas and ahsoka in light side it if you're getting more points clearing it all the more power to you so Two for four on that gas mission is better than four for four on the other two light side missions on, on that side. And, and and that Dooku, that Dooku phase four mission, you know, mm-hmm. one for two there is better yeah. than three for four or the same yeah. as three for yeah. four, mm-hmm. you know, on another one. And just to, to circle one more thing on the, the, the teams changing up, mm-hmm. just something to think about. If Jedi Master Kenobi releases with the Galactic Republic leader tag, mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. There, there is a legitimate scenario where Padme doesn't get off your bench unless it's a special mission. Think about that for a second. She, she was a character that was released for the territory battles to be one of the de facto leaders that everyone was going to need. And she will likely come off the table because he'll step into that phase two mission. He'll step into the other, you know, some of these other Galactic Republic pieces. And all of a sudden, and, and we're not talking about the, the, the dark side, but I don't use Dooku in phase four of dark side territory battles. I mean, it, it's, you're, you're starting to see these characters that were fundamental to the, to the, to the four days or the six days, however many days we do this, that are now not even getting off the bench because the way that our rosters have transformed over, over, you know, 18 to 24 months. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had, even now I have multiple phases where I don't use Padme. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Me too. She just sits on my bench. Cause it's just, um, like, you know, my Jedi are kind of thin, like I was saying earlier, yep. and, you know, I need those Jedi from her team. And then, you know, the clones just work better under, Yep. you know, they can kind of work under her, but it's not great. <laughs> I'm going to make that a thing. I keep trying and it keeps backfiring <laughs> on me, but. Uh, Got the special using clones and gas a month or two ago, but okay. I mean, it's gas, you know? Yeah. Uh, Voxen, do you do anything in particular for your own individual output other than the most obvious things we've mentioned? <laughs> yeah, getting the CMs. Um, no, I really yeah, just focus on uh, maximizing my own personal um, contribution. But I did have a couple questions as you guys were kind of bringing stuff up because you said you had tags um, that you have for people. And I was kind of wondering if you could talk a little bit more like how many tags, mm-hmm. it sounded like you, you brought up two tags that you have for people. One was reserve mm-hmm. and one was uh, leftovers or, some, or hold, I think, something like that. Late team. I mean, it's just, it's the same it's the thing, same I think. Thing. You know, it's just oh. what each of us call it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I've got, I told all my officers, you know, unless you're like, you know, whatever, can't, you know, basically all of our officers are on it. And then, you know, I basically just said to the guild, if you're, if you know generally for territory battles, you know, you can wait to the last six hours to deploy 
Mm-hmm. Um, we know it helps us out to have that flexibility. Um, and then, you know, if there's a time where you can't do it, just, you know, mm-hmm. let me know. So I'm not counting on your GP. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like to have 20 or 30 million in deploy character deploy there. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it just makes it so much easier to keep that zone open. open and keep those combat missions open longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I use it. So like to give you a, uh, like a tangible example of it in, in phase one, what I will do every phase is I post what our plan is when the phase starts. So for phase one in, uh, like side territory battle, I'm like, okay, we're going three stars and ships. I want no stars in middle and I want three stars in bottom. And everyone knows this. And I kind of give the, the breakdown and I say, we're going to fill the platoons. Then I'm going to open up combats at the same time. I will open deployments to bottom and we're going to stop 25 million points short, the third star. Um, and I tell at the same time, I take my reserves, I call them reserves. Um, and it's the same idea. It's people who volunteered to be available. And I say, you're going to hold tune deployments this phase. Um, and then once we hit that 25 million shy marker, I will lock deployments in that zone. I switch it to mid and everyone knows they can still finish combats in bottom, but they're deploying to mid now. The only people not deploying are reserves. And I didn't do it today because obviously we're recording. So my, my guild leader did it, but he, about an hour ago was like, he gets the reserves to check in. They tell him exactly how much GP we have. And one at a time, they will break the block order in um, the bottom zone to hit that GP. Um, And then when it gets to about a million away, we send the rest. If there's any extra reserves, we send them to middle. uh, And then him or I will finish to a T that because we don't want to waste our GP that extra. Yeah. We finish it to a T. So we'll, you know, just deploy our dark side or like whatever it is. And then the rest we send elsewhere to tee up in a zone. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't do the, the one at a time thing, but I just, you know, tell them deploy mm-hmm. until there's 5 million and then um, 5 million, my, my guild leader and I can cover mm-hmm. um, between the two of us. Um, or, you know, maybe we still have a combat mission straggling and, you know, we're going to basically mm-hmm. before we go to bed, one of the two of us is going to close it out. So, yeah, but same, basically same idea, just the, the last minute people to kind of maximize that. Great. Um, but, you know, I've done a lot of, um, I've helped a lot of guilds in our alliance, you know, kind of TB doctor forum, you know, where like I've brought my alt into the guild and run a TB for them or the guild my alts in or different cases where, you know, I'll help run a, run a territory battle. And the two biggest things, you know, is direct tagging people to do their stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, using that direct tag or DM, um, you know, with hot utils, it's super easy to just send those, those DMs <laughs> in the bot, yeah. Um, yeah. which is awesome. You know, and then like having some kind of, you know, having even just have your officers hold off until the last time. It's a really easy, you know, easy way to just have that extra GP that you know is there. You know, Mm -hmm. you can finish the star so you can move deployments to the other side sooner Mm -hmm. before you finish off that star and you can keep those combats available as long as possible. 
Yeah. And, and as you do that, I found, and I'm sure you found this dunce as well as I have guys who aren't even in that reserve tag who will voluntarily wait yeah. or they'll ask they'll, they'll be if, if I want them to wait, if, if they should do anything in particular, like, so you can tell sure. uh, pretty easily who is, who's being a team player. We almost actually got hurt really badly by that today because we finished off three star bottom and I opened up mid because we're going to try and run that as close as possible. Mm-hmm. And I, I got tagged 10 minutes later by someone going, I don't know what, you know, basically it was Pico. I don't know when you opened this, but we're like 2 million away. <gasps> and it was all those people that had been just holding it. And as soon as the other zone opened up, they, they just dumped and we almost went over because everyone aggressively were trying to get us as close as possible. So that was, uh, yeah, that's that something to watch out for. I've had it burn mm-hmm. me a couple times in different places Me too. where you can have a combat mission. Like if you, yeah. if you crash out or something in the middle of a combat mission, or for some reason, you know, something goes weird with your combat posting, you can have a combat mission, not post when you run it. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. your show is having run it but your score doesn't post and then you log back into the game, you know, 12 hours later when the zone's all yep. blocked off and a million away and you push it over. Uh, I've had oh. that happen two or three different times in different guilds where, so like whenever I, when I've got a, a zone that I'm sandbagging, you know, I, I stop at like 5 million short. Yeah. I, I usually keep stop that 10. same, um, you know, me and my guild leader are going to push it over at the last minute because I don't want somebody, you know, who their combat mission didn't post for whatever reason because it crashed. I've even had four or fours do it, which I'm not sure how that works, mm-hmm. but something with the game just lost track of it. And then the person hasn't been back in the game and then they pop back in and it posts when they log back in. That's wild. So try it. You know, that's an important thing. If you're, if you're doing that sandbag is, leave yourself more room than you think you need um, and have somebody there to, to dial that into the last mm-hmm. little bit as late as possible in the phase. That's a good point. So like, I think another important thing, you know, we talk about like performing, you know, getting our own performance as maximizing and maxing everything. But, you know, as officers and people are running the territory battle, you know, we're the most invested here and we're going to spend the most time on it. What kind of things do you guys do to, you know, get that bottom quartile of your, of your group to, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to perform the way you do. They're not going to get as much out of the roster as the officers do or your top players do. Mm -hmm. How do you help them to, you know, make it easy for them to, you know, contribute more to the guild and it just goes back to that bringing up your averages thing. So, I, I mean, this company, we are, I, I think the joke right now is, is we are having to remind people that, that Black Sun Heroes is business casual, mm-hmm. but business casual means maybe you should put on some pants because <laughs> we, we, we don't get it. And I would say that, that we don't maybe get the level of, of communication. I think it's probably the, the, the way that I want to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I have had the mantra since back when Dark Side Territory was released that the goal is to do one more wave better. That and and that's that's really what what 
when we get a chance to work with people, when people reach out for help, and that that's always one of the biggest things. When people ask for help, we help them immediately. Like that that mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's the biggest piece. And it's it's I'm not trying to get you to build four for four because if you're looking at your roster and it's I have, you know, a relic Jedi Knight Revan and G12 everyone else, the only thing that fixes that is time. So we don't have time this week. So here's what I want you to do to get one step better. So that that's kind of the the, the first piece that that, and, and it always gets back to to people having more fun. The the big thing that I am pushing right now is if I am helping you and you are having success, I need you to go advocate for what happened. There was yeah. you know there's a there was a someone in the guild who when we did the, the, the whole cam call stuff the last time and, and we went through some of the hot utils pieces and, and they got it. And I, I have been perfectly clear with anyone. We do not expect anyone to spend on hot utils. They want to do it more power to them, but they went from, I think 16 waves to 42 just by doing wow. mod mod work. I'm like, I need you to say something. This is not telling me, thank you for your help. I need you to go into the channel and say something so that people mm-hmm. see when I did this, I have success. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's that, like that, the people, the people sharing their success yeah. has been so huge. Like this, the whole yeah. cam streaming thing. I started it back in September, I think with my guild. Yeah. And then we, we rolled it out to the whole Alliance right around the time that ODB joined us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's gotten huge. We have, my guild has a fantastic success rate on cam. Yeah. You know, we've got, I think 35 people with like teams that have a shot and we got 25 last time, 25 shots. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and you know, it's that, it's those people who say, you know, I streamed, it, it really worked. helped me. You know, it's awesome. It's a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. You know, we look forward to it, you know, and it's, it's snowballed the entire Alliance. You know, we've mm-hmm. got like 20 guilds in our Alliance. A bunch of them are doing streams, you know, Sarah and me and Rojo are, you know, doing streams for the whole Alliance all the time. And it's just like, it's every, you know, just, we've got, like, we've got this spreadsheet that the Alliance keeps that has all the spots and stuff and stats for all the guilds. And, you know, just where those cam shards have grown since we've started really pushing the the cam streams at the Alliance level, we've gotten Sarah addicted to it. And, um, (laughs) you know, it's just it's great just watching, you know, for our guild and then the Alliance as a whole, watching mm-hmm. those numbers creep up and mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's all that streaming and it's that, it's those people that say, I mean, it's the guild leaders that say you're getting strikes if you don't stream, yeah. you know, or you're getting kicked. Yeah. You <laughs> but it's also like, it's also the people who talk about, you know, how, you know, they've done it five times and then, you know, they get cam the first time they stream with us. Yeah. I think, um, for us, we have, it's, it's like what you've said, Pico, we have a lot of people who will ask for help. Um, you know, whether it's like the too long, didn't read version of, of a squad or, or whichever. Yeah. And, and people will post uh, videos that they find on squads and, and stuff like that. And I think having those resources available and I'll just, somebody post a video, someone did it uh, yesterday or this morning, doesn't matter. Um, they posted a video of a, of a rebel team for territory battle. And I was like, Oh, we don't have this one pinned. And I just yeah. pinned it right away. Um, There's a great resource that I picked up on maybe a month or two ago. I think it was last before last light side. Um, 
the Fueled by Rage yeah. Discord. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, they've got it, it some awesome. really great infographics that we've yeah. been using really heavily for like every team for every phase. It's got the modding. It's got you know uh, a four bullet point strategy for the team. They're mm-hmm. fantastic for just that quick, too long, didn't read. Here's mm-hmm. how you run this team. Um, you know, here's what you should remod to. We've been having a ton of great success. You know, I, I post those for all the phase teams, you know, in our orders channel each each phase. And, yeah. mm-hmm. in, and- in typical fashion, <clears throat> something that takes me 80 pages of a Word document to get through, you know, someone <laughs> else was able to summarize in a single yeah. infographic. So, um, yeah. It- if it's any constellation, Pico, I still I opened your document this morning and was looking for something in it, and I was like, okay, uh, go, no, go I did. They, they've got it. They they've got it on lockdown. Uh, I, I link it at the start of every territory battle. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I think I don't know if anyone reads it, but I, I send it out and say, you know, read this, and they're like, what is this forty page document? I don't have time for this. Yeah. <laughs> Control it's great. It's a great tool. Yeah. <laughs> find the team um i think the biggest thing too also is to know at the end of the day it's a game and you're supposed to have fun with it and like i hate using cam stream as as an example but i'm going to use it as an example um the biggest thing exactly what you guys said is just to say like hey like this worked there's a reason why this worked which is why we've also seen more successes because people pointed out that it it does work listening to me works <laughs> um but the but the biggest thing also so i'm like i try and make them fun like there was one that i did where i was drinking a gin during it and now it's a running joke in the guild that i need to drink a gin when we're doing a cam run like you know and it's 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 these little things that kind of make it more uh it seems less of a of a quote-unquote job to do yeah. if it's if you're having yeah. fun doing it so and if you're having fun doing it you're going to you know maybe put a little bit more effort in and yeah you will switch mods because this is fun and and you're doing better at it and when you do better at it it's even more fun like it's just this vicious cycle that continues from there yeah to reiterate it's that fun factor that really does get people to contribute yeah. harder mm-hmm. and with the cam mission you're right so much of it is work i mean from down to the modding to you know relicking the tunes to a satisfactory level where you put the rng in your favor to like be able to complete it um but then once i mean when you and i streamed it together sarah that one time it you get to connect um playing the game with someone in a way you don't yeah. normally on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And I found that- That's really definitely helped incredible. the community. Yeah. And so I just, I really like that. And I've been trying to convince my guild to um, do videos with me. Uh, and yeah, maybe they are just sick of me, but uh, no one's taking me up on it. But um, but yeah, I mean, just that fun fact, if you can make it fun, I think, you know, even just like running Rebels, I think running Rebels is funner in Lightside TV. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of makes it more fun for them or, you know, someone finding it, like for me, even with the dark side, you know, you're bringing up Imperial Troopers. God, that team is fun to use. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> the output, you know, and who can't, who's not increasing their output using Imperial Troopers and Dark yeah. Side TV. So um, just things like that, um, yeah, I think can go a long way. I guess it's just sad, like the Rebel team, um, you know, is so RNG dependent, can be real hit or miss. But I think, 
you know, as we see the Bad Batch, they are going to dominate Light Side TV by all accounts from the looks of it. So um, just because they have so much control and they're designed to counter Separatists, you know, yeah. so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, hearing that team will be fun to use. And I think everyone will see their like, performance go up once they start implementing them. It's fun to do better. So something that we're, we're <laughs> trying out this territory battle is um, we took like our five people. We had five people who were 10 waves or less for the whole territory battle last time. And I think we're going to, I, I want to do this basically rotate through, you know, everybody who's not in the top half, you know, mm-hmm. because I think that everybody has room to improve, you know, with some kind of one-on-one guidance. I threw up some extra channels in our discord you know, I put the officers in the channel and I put that person in the channel, mm-hmm. you know, and we, you know, we put their GG link in there and then said, you know, this is the officer that's going to help you, you know, let's run through your teams. Let's look at the modding, you know, we look at their teams, see what, you know, what's going to work for them. And we drop those infographics from Field by Rage in there. And the people who are engaging and, you know, talking to us and, you know, getting into it, um they're doing way better this territory battle like the one the guy I'm, I'm working with he said you know light side territory battles is the bane of my existence and you know this is a guy he puts up you know 60 plus waves in dark side but he put up zero in light side last month mm-hmm. you know so he's got a very dark side heavy roster but he had some things in there that we were able to do something with um and you know he had a lot of fun actually getting through some waves and was excited you know, he, he put up three waves, I think, in phase one, but, you know, it's a start, so. I think um, that is a huge thing, is just asking for help, yeah. and I, I, I'm i not advocating, like, leaving your guild, per se, but I think that if you're in a guild that isn't necessarily giving you help when you're trying to do better, it's probably not the right fit for you assuming you're like if that's something that you are are looking for um then obviously you need to be in in a like-minded group of of people um yeah i'm on the opposite end where i'm just screaming in my discord (laughs) let me help you uh i will say vox when i when i started doing it for odb it took it took a solid three months to get them on board and I had to break down the math and use the little like clapping emoji in between all of yeah. my words to be like do this with me because... mm, I'm not using enough emojis uh yeah it's the emoji like you know it's been it's it's that thing it's been you know we started streaming you know back in September mm-hmm. and you know just now we're starting to really see a ton of people engaging you know in our guild and ODB yeah it took a handful of other guilds in the alliance you know it takes a while to get people to you know it's we don't want to just jump on you know like i'm on zoom all day for work you know like it's not really (laughs) you know want to a lot of people say that like i'm on zoom 12 hours during the day i don't want to jump on zoom you know with random people you know it's, it's a mobile game you know why do i have to be on you know it's not like a it's like you know 40 man wild raids you know, kind of thing, <laughs> you know? but and look i i was as recently as three months ago i was i i went on a rant about how it's a broken game if it requires groupthink to beat mm-hmm. a mission at the same time i had to admit the following month 
there's something different about what the people that are being successful are doing and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And while I don't like the fact that we have to do this, you can't argue with the success we're having. And and Sarah, we saw similar numbers to what you're saying is we had about half the guild participate last time Mm -hmm. of the, they uh, less than 50% success rate of the people that ran on their own and about 85% of the people that ran with us, including four people that probably had no business beating the event we were able to, to, to get them through. It's a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And again, we've had, we've turned it to, to being fun as part of that. Like I, I, I tell people like, you know, like I can't tell you how fast my heart is racing and I'm not playing this, like you're playing this and, I, and I'm helping mm-hmm. you from that, that yeah. side. But, uh, but again, the people that had success shockingly are now more engaged in territory battle because they're having success. And, and I, you know, I, I said this to someone recently that I think the, my guild sees me as the tactician for, for territory battles. Mm-hmm. I am the cheerleader. Like that, <laughs> that, that's what right. my role is, is that I am trying to get people excited and engaged. Coming up with the plan is easy. Getting people to want to participate in the plan, that, that's where the work is. Yeah. Um, and I do not look good in a cheerleading skirt. I mean, I can tell you that <laughs> right now, so... I was going to ask if you had pom-poms. Pom-poms, though. Yeah, the pom-poms. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that that's exactly it. Just getting people excited and then you, you just roll from there. So um, is there anything else anyone wants to, to pipe in with on Territory Battle and how awesome it is and how much I wish we could have it go back to back because man, I'd be happy. And how it's the best game mode. It is, yeah. it is the best game. I think it was last month or the month before we were on it. Light Side Territory Battle wasn't even over. Phase four was still happening. And I was like, man, I wish we could have another one start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You you wait six months when we get Endor as the next is the next territory <laughs> battle. And everyone's be like, this is stupid. I hate this. Why are we doing this? Yeah. yeah. God, I have to relic my Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Oh, that'll be the day. Uh, all right. Well, if there's nothing else, then I think we can move on. That's now. great. Yeah, great place to end there. Um, and also a good segue. Yeah, just talking about how much we love that game mode. Uh, it's time to talk about the other things that we enjoyed in the game over the past two weeks. It is time for I Love You, I Know. I love you. I know. Uh, and let's start with you, Sarah. I feel like I had one. I'm almost so I'm almost done my slicker grind, as I mentioned earlier, which is awesome. Um, I think right now, probably my favorite thing is arena this week only because i have i have a very volatile arena shard in terms of just how active it is but i have the chillest chillest guy that shares a payout with me and we will alternate and if there's a day that he can't make it for whatever reason he lets me know and i just if it's his turn i just take it and if i can't make it and it's supposed to be my turn for first. He just takes it and it's just all chill and we just work together. And I just wish, I, like, I love it so much that I wish everyone else had that kind of arena shard experience because I, I just think it makes the game so much more fun when yeah. everyone just works together, you know? Like, 
it's just great. I love it. Yeah, Arena's been really interesting with uh, the stale, the manner that's been stale for so long, and uh, just pe more people moving up uh, yeah. and rocking the boat. You know, with the people who have kind of been in their shard for so long. Um, but yeah, I, I'm kind of on the opposite. Speaking of Arena, that um, <laughs> I just haven't been motivated to do it as much. I just kind of been getting top twenty, I think, last couple of days, and it's been like, oh, I did two battles. That was enough. Oh, see, I usually. And I, this goes back to just how I how I view it. If I can't, like I think it was last night. Last night was my night for first, or the night before. Doesn't matter. I couldn't get there. I was stuck. It was a wall of sea in front of me, and I was like, "There's no way I'm getting through this." And I'm, I'm not gonna bang. Okay, yeah, yeah. The sweet like, tea is okay. Exactly. It's, it makes life so much better. And oh, and so I was like, you know what? There's there's no uh, there's no point in me banging my head against the wall for this. So so I just pinged them in our server and i was like you know what i'm stuck you're already at like top five just take it like there's no point in you not taking it at this point right yeah. so yeah it's so unusual for me because yeah i re re rely so heavily on those crystals so i gotta get that motivation back mm -hmm. um dunst yeah you want to share anything fun that you really enjoyed in the game um i just finished up kylo got his ultimate like last weekend Nice. So that was kind of my project for, uh, I, I finished Master Luke end of last year and mostly been working on Kylo since then. Took a break to do a couple, a couple tunes for Pet, but. Will that be um, your second GL? Yeah, it's my second GL. Um, and like Arena's just been awesome since then. You know, I've got like half of that sine wave arena ranking, mm -hmm. you know, one, two every day. Cause it's just oh, yeah. so easy to like, I basically auto my entire arena climb, you know, it's just makes it so much easier and it's just, it's been awesome. So, and then like I was saying earlier, you know, I'm going to take a break from the GLs for a little bit and build up the troopers and, um, you know, a couple of those other little little things that I've been neglecting for a while and kind of see where things fall with the new GLs and I want to go back and get I mean if I do the troopers then I'm you know pretty much halfway to C anyway so I may go there or you know see see what Kenobi's requirements look like and um okay so here's the big um sorry to break the segment but here's <laughs> the big argument that's been going on in all of my guilds channels or our officer channels oh, is what do you think uh what do you think cam's place in uh kenobi is going to be i've got like three or four officers who are dead set he's going to be a requirement it might be a five star six star requirement i i, I don't think there's no way he's a requirement no. but i think he's going to be required to make gl kenobi any good that's what yes. I, that's where i land yeah. yeah that's where his necessity will be not a requirement but yeah. if yeah he'll basically make Kenobi unbeatable, I would uh, imagine, with like the synergy of those two. Right I mean, he'll be he'll be what he'll be he'll be like what is to Master Luke, right? Yeah. I I was thinking I was on the on the he will be required as a requirement team for a little bit there because I could just visualize CG doing that, uh, and then I thought about it some more and I was like, if they do that for Kenobi, what do they do for his dark side counterpart? Because there is no dark side counterpart right now that is um, the equivalent of Cam in terms of how hard it is to get. Because yeah, most people I mean, have Watt already. 
Yeah, but I mean, they did that with with Luke. Like, totally. Luke, you couldn't buy your way to either, and C, you could. You know, C's like the easiest one to get now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have, like, I didn't have Hoda. I, I didn't have, you know, I, I'm a two year old account. I didn't have Hoda or Rolo or any of those. You know, it was, mm-hmm. I, I had a big stash of get but one, get- two, yeah. two, because I was planning to get Malik you know, back when they launched Jedi Knight Luke and I just switched it all over, but it was nine months of get one mm-hmm. before I was able to get. Right. I think the, I think the difference there though is but, with, but it's still, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, the, I, I, there's no way that can required. Like in, night some people are saying like five stars, maybe. But I don't even know. I don't mm-hmm. like, I, I don't see a five star requirement. No. Mm-hmm. Pico, what were you what were you gonna say? Pico? So the, the the difference with with Night Luke though is Night Luke, you got a half a Galactic Legend himself by 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 yeah. other requirements for that. Mm-hmm. Cam again is a very nice character, but he doesn't break anything in the game right now. Like Jedi Knight Luke broke the game. He he broke PVE encounters. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gonna fit on that team. I I don't think that CG is going to take that step. I think that despite what the Reddits say, I think CG understands the impact of these decisions. And I think that it would be incredibly short-sighted for them to do that. Uh, Yeah, we're going to have to relic some crappy characters, but um, I just don't see it being Cam, Mm -hmm. which is funny because I think... I think I said on here like a month and a half ago that cam is going to be a requirement for the next galactic legend. I just wasn't expecting it to be this fast. So yeah. Um, <laughs> we already have a Kenobi who's a tank, you know? So, I mean, I, I yeah. really expect, and I don't think we have a GL that's a support. Yeah. So I could really see um, GK coming in as that Jedi support and just rocking mm-hmm. synergy with cam. There's two yeah. tank Kenobi's. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, oh, I, yeah. Can you imagine they're going to do a third? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, Good uh, point. And yeah, and JML's already a tank GL. So, um, you know, I think it just seems like, and you know, I mean, they can always buck the trend or, you know, what what seems obvious to us. They do it all the time. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just think that, uh, and you know, and yeah, you know, Cam's kit reads like he will make a new team viable. And really all we've seen him is be an incredible plug and play tune so far. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe uh, Master Kenobi will be the missing piece to bring up, you know, a Jedi, you know, whether we get a Jedi council tag or something, I mean, that's like shooting the moon, who knows, um, you know, what other things they can develop. Mm-hmm. Pico, what have you loved? So I'm gonna do two, I'll do the first one really quick. Uh, I, I was perfect in DSTB last time yes. around wow uh, yeah we, wow yeah yeah we can we can we can talk about that at a later date but i, I think yeah. i have the key unlocked for uh for dooku i was really excited about that like my, my kids were trying to figure out why dad was running <laughs> you know soccer goal laps around the house yelling woo uh but, but I, I, think, yeah. I do that i do that when we get a cam shard on a stream yeah, yeah. i like and i did it in my backyard last month i'm pretty sure my neighbors think i'm crazy uh the, the other one because it had been so long so so i was really excited about the red box in conquest and and in particular i forgot because it's been so long since we got the full box of 
how many 6E plus mat rolls you actually got oh, that was that. Like, that, that was a lot of fun yeah like it was like oh i still have more i still have more i still have more <laughs> and I, I think i ended up i had four or five that that actually crossed the the that hit the fifth speed nice. value so there was but it, but it was just and it wasn't that they all hit the speed but it was the that's peanut butter you get to spread it around to a lot of different characters where like the the galactic challenge payout, you might get like one character. You get to spin a couple of things on. I made five or six characters better by rolling that. So I was, I was really excited about that. Um, I, I wish we did it more than conquest is fun. I'm not sure that I want to do it four weeks a month, but I would love to get paid twice a month on it. So, you know, I'll take the good with the bad. Yeah, that's a good point. Take a week off, you know, I, I feel yeah. like a week off would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, like once every three weeks kind of thing. Yeah. 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 That was great. So it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh well, I have so much that I am really excited for in this game, quite frankly. I mean, just the releases and the updates we've had in the last couple of weeks, this game just seems like it is in such a good place. I mean, we had a GL announced, yeah. we have like, you know, new portraits. We don't need to get into those. Um, <laughs> not, not, uh, not necessarily what I'm excited about. Um, you know, and we had, uh, you know, just conquest changes and all these things coming up that the game just feels like there's so much to be excited about. But the biggest thing for me was we got, a quality of life improvement, meaningless, small quality of life improvement. We got all of the energy on the front page mm -hmm. and I am over the moon about it. I, almost, I quite frankly have egg on my face because <laughs> this is the exact quality of life type of stuff that I was griping about. And now I just feel like an idiot because they did it. They gave us just a small change in the middle of like whenever they could, you know, and, uh, you know, it's really changed my whole perspective on, you know, just realizing now that they have switched gears, that they are going to work quality of life things in when they can. They understand that it doesn't have to be this major thing that they can do small things. You know, it's just, it's exactly what I've always wanted for them. And they gave me just like the smallest nibble. And now I'm hooked. Like I'm, I'm totally all in on just understanding. And challenge oh, sense. I'll get it when I yeah. can, and they'll do, and I'll be happy with what I get. So, although with the energy is... thing, with the energy thing, the thing that drives me nuts with that is they're in a different order on the main screen yeah. than they are like when you do it from the objectives thing. And I, think so we'll I keep getting my my get mod and my that. ship energy mixed up. But yeah, yeah of course, you, the one on the far left, yeah, it's always confusing. But I think we'll totally get used to that in like three more weeks. We won't even think about it, you know. But yeah, just being able to see that, just it's just. It, so amazing to me um those little things like that and i just i now know that we'll get more little quality of life stuff and we don't need they don't need to do a big dump all at once you know which is exactly what pico was saying the other you know the time is you know you're looking for these big things and even i think we got like a quality of life update a little while ago but it seemed like it was more self-serving where like mm -hmm. this energy thing it's all about the players yeah. and yeah. i just I, i'm I, I just have a whole new perspective on it and uh so uh i hope to never gripe about qol <laughs> again um a couple other things i wanted to add um i sliced uh, like pico was saying i sliced three mods over 25 speed back to back um in the last couple weeks and i hit like a six 
a six and a five. Uh, I got a 26 and two 25s. Um, so that was pretty exciting. And then um, that finally took me to over 10 uh, mods over 25 speed, which has just been so such a struggle for me that like I can't even get 10 over 25 speed. I mean, since I've, I've been lacking in slicing a lot of my six dot or slow playing it, slow playing the six ducks. I just want to be really intentional with what I slice and trying to get those to hit speed. Um, but yeah, just getting three back to back and all going over 25 was huge. And so I hope to repeat that success uh, in the future. But I also, um, I'm really excited to share that I got my, I sliced my 200th six dot mod, which was again, yeah, a goal that uh, I was inspired by Pico to start working on um, and really get those six dot mods up on, you know, my important tunes and on the mods that matter, not necessarily the mods that have speed. And um, see, that was really great. And so now I kind of got to figure out what my next goal is for the six dot mods. But I'm sure Pico, you kind of even see this, even with like 200, I'm now, I mean, of course you, pr you probably get into a point where you're just like, well, let me just six dot everyone. But even for me now, it's like, I'm also at a point where like, I've got every offensive cross, you know, that's important six dotted, I, you know, and the triangles and like the squares on the people who need offense and the diamonds on the people who are my like tanks and stuff. So I'm kind of running into getting, getting a lot more selective. It's funny. I'm actually going the other direction that I am. Once I get to this little bad batch mission thing I'm doing where all of my, as I, as I cross the, the slot machine crystal threshold, I, I pull the slot machine. When that's done, I'm going to go back to refreshing mods and, and I need to start building from the, the mod challenges because where I'm at from a, from a, from a six E going to a six E they're just bad decisions. They're just, it, it's, it, I, I'm hitting four really bad values when that happens. So I, I need to start going the other direction and start, building from the bottom again, because it's, it's kind of, I'm at a bad threshold. So I, I'm there's, there's a rule of, of thumb I heard mm -hmm. a while back that I try and try and maintain is to keep your plus 15 speed count higher than your six dot count. Really? Well, that's actually a great. I can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> people, that's, that's I, I, I not feasible. Once you but yeah, um, yeah, that's actually a really good segue because that. Yeah. Um, I just really wanted to share really quick my current goals um, for my mods, which is um, so for mods over 25 speed i want to get 15 i'm currently at 11 right now with those three um for mods over 20 speed i want 40 i'm currently at 37 so i only need three there not too bad um but then for mods over 15 i want 200 i'm at 179 so that would be exactly like you're saying i have 206 yeah. stop mods and then i have 179 15 and so that's my next goal is to get my 15s over that 200 threshold so yeah that makes that, that but like that just kind of like the, the idea behind that is that there's so many resources that go into like you know if you're farming the the mats to 60 mods mm -hmm. it's so much slower versus slicing you know so, yeah. so those those slicing those 15 speeds is going to give you a lot more benefit than you know spending you know you can you can get a couple six 15 speeds in the the resources that it takes to six that something mm -hmm. and this mm -hmm. was before oh. i think the six the six d through a so 
like I think that that's maybe a little less important because now you can get those six dots, you can get more 15 and higher speeds out yeah. of those six dots. Um, you know, it's probably a little less of a hard line, but. Yeah, I'm even now kind of at a point where, I mean, I haven't finished all of my mods that are like, you know, above 20 for, you know, making them 6A or whatever. So I still have a couple holes there, but yeah, I am starting to kind of, with like my initial slices, my green slices, I'm getting into like those mods that have like only hit speed three times, you know, um, here and there. And so, but I mean, that's kind of a nice goal. At least, you know, you're bumping those into your, you know, high teens, you know, or a possible, um, you know, 20, depending on if you get a good roll. Mm -hmm. Nice. I like that. I like those goals. I need to reevaluate my mod goals. Yeah, it's really fun to just kind of take a look at where you're at with all of those things and uh, how you tell us, you know, with that little uh, analysis page has a yeah. handy little reference, or you can, of course, run the um, DSR bot. Mm -hmm. Sarah's mod goals, mod goal one, get mods. <laughs> get <Goal> mods. <laughs> uh, I, I have hit my first mod goal, which was to start farming more offense mods. So uh, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, I assume you still haven't done your remod. You, you've been mentioning a remod. I know, I have. It's, it's, yeah. It'll be a weekend project. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a weekend. Yeah, you've got to. Got time and to any weekend up. this year, I have another seven months. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's great. Um, okay, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we'll have plenty more TV content uh, to come in the future. There's a lot more to talk about. Um, we actually mm -hmm. cut a segment. Um, this week, but uh, yeah, we'll get back to it in the future. So lots to look forward to. I want to thank the listeners. Thank you everyone who checked out this episode and please uh, take a moment to join our discord. And with that, go switch off. <laughs> <laughs>